Okay, once again, I'm in a hot car and I apologize. This is hopefully the only time I will be sitting in a hot car and to do these episodes. Now, I'm currently in the hot car because uh, I at the law school library, uh, their desk was uh, closed so I couldn't get a study room. And uh, I'm preparing to take this car into the mechanic. Anyways, that's a little side note. This episode is going to be focusing on Law School Foundations 3, which is focusing on legal synthesis. Uh, going back to the car thing just briefly, uh, this will be quite a short episode just because of that. Um, but Law School Foundations 3 focuses on law- legal synthesis, and legal synthesis is the process by which a legal rule is developed. And to do so, I'm going to talk just briefly about Brown and Kessler and how this is shaped through history and time. In Brown, we were given the introduction of a rule. And then we have all this history. Brown was done in 1908, and Kessler came out in 2000. And so you have nearly 90 years, actually over 90 years, 92 years. Yeah, yeah, I believe that's right. 92 years uh, where... Lots of history has developed, and so there's a basis for which the law needed to be updated. And what legal synthesis is, is it takes all of that context into account to say why a rule shaped the way that it did. In other words, a legal synthesis is your outline for law school, and you use your outlines for law school exams, and the law school exam is really how you graduate law school. It's nearly most of your grade. So we talked about what a synthesis is. It's taken all the context, all the history, all the changes in law, and to develop what the current rule is. Let's focus on law school exams for just a minute. A law school exam doesn't often give you a list of short answer questions. It's not going to say list and the five rules of uh, the five elements of burglary. Instead, it's going to say, okay, you see this person and he's going into this house and the door's kind of creaked and here's the elements of burglary. So how are you going to use those elements to say whether or not this guy or person is guilty of the crime and that they are being tried for? You're going to want to use your outline. You're going to use your legal history to answer those questions. So, in Brown and Kessler, for example, we can say the rule was first stated and adopted in Brown, and then the current rule is in Kessler, and then we can make additional notes that are necessary in between the two, or even after. For example, Kessler was in 2000, but in 2010, Landon changed the definition of a child to being anyone under 16. However, in 2012, the legislature changed it to being anyone under 18 because the 17-year-old was hurt. And so it pretty much reverted back to this rule in Kessler where uh, a child is defined as really a minor. And you use the standard second restatement of uh, torts. Okay, so how do we answer law school exam questions? Well, we use a format that's called IRAC. And that's not the country IRAC that's talking about Iraq, the legal principle, uh, uh, the acronym, I apologize. I stands for issue, R stands for rule, A stands for analysis, and C 
It stands for counter-argument and conclusion. They, there's really two C's there, um, even though IRAC, the acronym, only has one C. Okay, so let's go over these just a little bit. For example, say you're trying to prove only one element of a law, and you're going to use IRAC to prove that one element of the law. Well, you're going to say, what's the issue? What's the question that is involved? And that would be the element. What's sorry? That would be the element. Are we determining whether or not this child is, um, it, this property owner is liable for the injuries caused to this child? Did they know that the child was going to be on the property? Well, the rule is that they must know. Uh, the rule is the legal principle, and a case must follow. In other words, the rule is the law. An analysis gives a brief analysis of why it, uh, of how the court interprets that rule. It's the why and the how of the rule, meaning how does this rule apply to this case, and why do we decide that this is the rule. Uh, so the counter argument is in law school, you want to give both the argument and a counter argument, showing that you can prove both sides of an argument. And conclusion is really where your opinion comes into play for the exam. You're going to want to give your conclusion and to state your opinion of how the case should be ruled, saying likely the court will rule in this way. So the biggest takeaway from this, and there are three, for me at least. Uh, first, each legal principle is shaped by a synthesis of surrounding events and circumstances, and you use that synthesis to develop your outlines. Second, your outline is going to be huge because it has all these principles for law school success. And finally, for exams, you're going to be focusing mostly on using IRAC in paragraph form, meaning one full IRAC for each paragraph, and then you can use this to state what is important for each principle. Okay, so that's Law School Foundations 3. Uh, tune in tomorrow for Law School Foundations 4 and 5. And the last full, full day of orientation before Supreme Court Day of Orientation. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Law Schoolers. Before I let you go, there are four things I want to say. The first thing is if you enjoyed these episodes and if you enjoyed the website, I would invite you to go and join Law Schoolers Pro. And you can do that by going to lawschoolers.com slash join. It's a way for you to support us, but there's also a lot of features there that I think you will enjoy. Second thing is that nearly all of our episodes are unedited. The only ones that aren't are pre-law materials. And the reason for that is so you can actually see the legal material in its raw form as I'm learning it. As well. The third thing is that the information contained in these episodes are specifically only for educational purposes. They're not to be used as legal advice. And with that, the fourth thing is if it is used as legal advice, we are not liable. That is, law schoolers is not liable for any legal outcomes. Thank you again for enjoying the show. Have a good one.